0: Hello, I'm Philip Stoughton. I'm here with Marcus Aschenbrenner from Zola. Marcus, amazing year for uh, Zolna in 2022. Huge, huge growth, huge success. One small acquisition, but almost entirely organic growth. What do you put that down to? Uh,
1: Yes, it was a very successful year last year, 22, and uh, s- thanks to our employees, uh, we could really manage the growth and uh, the demand of our customers. And the acquisition that we did on, on the East Coast in the U.S. was more a strategic acquisition. We don't do it um, out of growth reasons because uh, we wanted to be fast in the U.S. market. We see all the the, the acts coming, uh, the uh, the geographical uh, things happening, and we wanted to be fast in order to deal with, uh, with the demand that we see in the future having a footprint in the US is important in our opinion to to deal with all the things which are happening right now and if we would have done a greenfield it would have been too slow and that was the reason why we made that acquisition
0: so that has nothing to do with growth perspective more the strategic uh, point behind yeah, and it makes lots of sense yep. and today we're, we're at the Catech uh, festival of innovation lots of talk about this idea of um, Europe United and the need for Europe to have more kind of billion-dollar-plus ems companies obviously they're all got co- all, all competition to you and you're you're out in front at the moment but that's important to have those that breadth of companies here in europe that are building global businesses and building global footprints
1: i think it is important uh, absolutely right and if you look at uh, the ems footprint in europe with more than two thousand ems companies being in europe and a lot of them very small ones i think there is the necessity that we we get some bigger ems companies even if it is competition as you said but you know if we if we wanna we really want to reshore into Europe from anywhere in the in the world and that's exactly what leg- legislations are looking for you just can do it if you have bigger EMS companies because it's also a, a matter of size is also what what kind of investments you can do in in terms of technology in terms of uh, digitalization automization, so that depends on on growth perspective and and the size of a company otherwise you can't uh, deal with that, and this is exactly why that uh, needs to be done
0: yeah, and when I look at when I look at zona, I see a very strong evolved global footprint, um, and as we see geopolitical changes, it put pressures, it puts pressure in different places but rather than thinking about reshoring, I, I feel there 's this strong trend towards regionalization and the idea that we can get to shorter supply chains. You still have a strong presence and a growing presence in China. And there's still a huge demand for you to manufacture in China for the Chinese market. Do you see that in region for region as being key to the future of ZOLNA, not low-cost environments, shipping product to higher-cost environments?
1: It is in fact key, especially for the products where we are in. Our, our industries that where we are in is industrial, it's uh, it's automotive for sure, uh, there's a lot of medical business in our house and also uh, test and measurement as we call it, so those are the, the four major industries that we have. And if you look at the products that we produce there, it's a low volume mix, complete uh, complete system integration, it's, that's what we're doing in those areas, and I'm pretty sure that the demand of being localized is getting bigger because everybody's talking right now going out of China moving anywhere else in the world reshoring in, into the other regions but I'm pretty sure that there, the other trend is as well there because a lot of those plugs that China is consuming right now in the industries that I said is in imported into China right now and I'm pretty sure that there will be legislations coming in China to, to force companies to produce those products in China and this is exactly why why we are still investing in China. We're actually um, finalizing um, um, an expansion of our building which will be uh, done in the first quarter this year and uh, and ready for production in the, in the second half of this year and that's exactly to support that initiatives that we think will come.
0: Yeah, and those developments can happen fast in China which is really interesting. Yeah. I also wanted to congratulate you on making a choice that stood out I don't know how many years ago, but it was building your Central American site in, in Costa Rica. Back then everybody was saying, why aren't they in Mexico? Why are they in Costa Rica? Right now we're seeing severe wage inflation, talent shortages in Mexico that you're perhaps not seeing in, um, in Costa Rica. How, do, how does that feel? Obviously, you feel good about it, but it's been a big success for you.
1: I think if you look at the decision that we made many years ago, it was absolutely the right decision because with the reshoring into the North American territory, the, the people in, in Mexico or the, the employees in Mexico or in, in, in the US and Canada, that's one of the key things, the challenges which are there. In Costa Rica, we still have uh, another situation. There's a lot of... Uh, uh, employees available, also well-educated employees available. Uh, we take advantage out of that because we are actually having a, setting up a program to 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 uh, to have um, well-educated people transferred into Europe to support us here. Uh, and uh, Costa Rica is a success story because uh, we uh, we started uh, in 15 with production. We are now actually. Uh, finalizing the plans to do our first expansion there because we are short of floor space in the meantime so we are expanding there and i'm pretty sure that uh, it will uh, it will develop pretty well over the next years
0: and you've seen OEMs follow you in there and it's uh, it's created uh, a local market as well as as well as an export market for the for the North American market. Yeah, there is a local market especially in the in the healthcare and life science
1: uh, area. Uh, they started many years ago with consumables down there and now they're moving more and more system integration in Costa Rica and there's not a lot of EMS guys there so uh, the first choice is Sonar right now and that helps a lot there.
0: Yeah. yeah, last question in terms of collaboration. I, I was delighted to see you on the guest list here. I think it was gracious of Rainer and also really smart of Rainer to to have you here. Do you see this kind of practical, kind of friendly relationship between EMSs within Europe important to the progression of the industry?
1: I think the important thing is, and that was also a lot of talks today in the in the in the presentation and in the panel, is that we that we put the electronics industry in the right spot in Europe. You know if I look at the last two to three years there is a lot of talks about chips about uh, chip manufacturers uh, subsidization of that uh, in Europe as well to reshore that uh, that competence into Europe but nobody is talking about the manufacturing of that so what we need to do and I think the, uh, um, uh, so occasions like today is really to, to get the few the on the electronics also not just on the chips but also on the rest of manufacturing and it's the backbone of our industry in the meantime and if you look at how how open EMS or how frequently EMS is brought in broadcasts or newspapers or something like We're not there. And, and that's exactly the right thing, uh, an occasion like today, to bring this in another, in another side in another view. And I was happy that, as uh, Rainer invited me, because I'm, 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 we are on the same page there, that we need to do something for the EMS industry in Europe, to get more public, to get more view there. Because we're all fighting of t- about talents. And, and if you're not seen in the industry, how should anybody, you know, yeah. go to you as, uh, as an employee? And, and that's why I'm, I'm fully behind that initiative and support that.
0: Yeah, and uh, two voices is always better than one. It was, it was great to see you on the panel. I really appreciated your input there. Uh, and I look forward to chatting again soon. Thank you. Thanks for your invitation, thanks.